Good evening, Source Nation. Good evening, and welcome back into the studio with me. You're listening live right here on Conversations with Kathy B. Tonight is going to be an excellent conversation. I had a great topic brought to my attention on last week, so I can't wait to share it with you all. But before I do, tonight's conversation was brought to you by TJH Photography. That's right, if you're looking for wedding, graduation, prom photos, you definitely do not want to miss out on this. Head on over to Facebook, look up TJH Photography, let them know that Kathy B sent you, and definitely begin to create beautiful memories with them today. Well, as I stated, tonight's topic is going to be a great one. Have you guys heard of FOMO? That is the acronym for fear of more options. Now, you know, this is something that has been trending and definitely a topic, like I said, that was brought to my attention last week. A young lady reached out to me and was basically talking about her dating life and the fact that she has been divorced now for a number of years and have been on the dating scene and just decided, you know, I really want to settle down. The dating scene is just like a wrap race right so she was like but Kathy I am finding men basically saying that you know hey it has to be more out there you're a great girl everything is fine but it has to be more and I certainly understand I shared with her that I've heard that before I've had guys tell me that I am you know amazing and you know great to talk to great to hang out with but far as thinking of a commitment right now that's something that they do not want and you know what I certainly understand and I respect that I also respect the fact that if someone has been on the dating scene and they're wanting commitment you you can't knock that either so I decided let me take a look at FOMO and what it actually means and I have a relationship coach well a go-to coach Um, that I go to all the time in reference to information regarding relationships and how we're supposed to navigate through life and, you know, just have that that relationship that we've been desiring, right? So renowned relationship expert and therapist Esther Perel says that FOMO is creeping its way into your relationships and it's beginning to hurt them in the long run. She also said that in reference to uh, FOMO, and and she wrote this article a few years ago, and as I was reading it, I said, you know, you cannot really put this particular uh, phrase with a demographic or age demographic, I shall say. But she was relaying it back to young people, and this is what she said. Young people are often hindered by crippling fear of missing out constantly wondering what other options they have and beta testing relationships rather than committing. You think you need to find that person rather that you need to choose that person and that's very different. Okay, this is what she said. She said that, you know, the the thing about it is is that the younger people, she said 20-somethings, are getting in their own way and when it comes to finding love. And she also said that there are seven signs of FOMO that could truly ruin your life, your love life. Now, again, she wrote this article a few years ago and she related to the 20-somethings. 
But you know what? The dating game, Source Nation, has truly changed. And it does not have an age limit on it. I'm telling you, people that are in their 40s are feeling the same exact way. Especially if um, you have been married and you are now divorced and you're now on the dating scene. So this particular phrase does not limit itself to age. Now, let me give you some of the seven signs and some of the things that she say in reference to FOMO. She says, number one, you're overwhelmed by too many choices and not just one online online dating. You likely don't live in a tiny town with people that you may have known all your life. She also stated, and even if you do, you're not limited to dating those people. You have the ability to connect with an enormous amount of people that you would never have been able to meet had you lived in the same city. Perel also stated, at the same time, you don't know who they are. You have to trust you and begin to trust the leap of faith. You have to imagine that you have the integrity and you don't know with a world of options comes a lot of doubt about whether you're seeing the right person. Now, I want to elaborate on this particular um, area. And I think that she's right. You know, yes, there are a lot of options out there. And with, with so many people, we have different personalities. And the fact with that, you guys know I'm an advocate when it comes to communication. When you're meeting people, you're going to have to communicate. I get it. I get it. A lot of people feel like, hey, you know, don't question me. I don't want to feel like I'm on an interview. But guys, face it. Today's dating age is so different. And in order for us to get to know one another, what do we have to do? We have to communicate. Let's go on. She also stated, uh, this is number two, you're terrified of picking the wrong person. Now, if you looked on Tinder and if you looked on Match and, you know, eHarmony, you'll find dozens of people who could potentially be right for you, right? Within minutes because, hey, they're at your fingertips. <laughs> but who has the time to really truly filter them out? And what you want is to pick the right person. You don't want to make that mistake, right? The paradox of choice is one of the most crippling psychological things. This is what Perel says. This FOMO, this paradox of choice, this beta testing is really making it much more difficult to actually just accept that two people who engage in something is the biggest adventure, the biggest scary adventure ever. And it can seem impossible to make the leap, but it's totally essential. So true, so true. Source Nation, you're listening live right here on Conversations with Kathy B. Tonight's conversation is all about FOMO, the acronym for Fear of More Options. Let's go on. Now, the third one, she says, your expectations are too high. I've had people tell me, Source Nation, that my expectations are very high and that some things that I believe in, um, I need to put them to the side. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Especially, and I'm going to go back to the fact, I've been married, okay, and I've been divorced going on um, 11 years. 
And I truly know now what it is that I desire to have in my life. So basically, if a gentleman is interested in me, I'm going to put my list on out there and I'm going to let him know what it is that I want within that relationship. He can't meet those expectations, then maybe I'm not the one for him and he isn't the one for me, right? <laughs> Let's go on. So she says, despite the fact that 20-somethings, and again, I'm going to say this particular uh topic does not have an age limit on it so with that said I'm just going to say individuals in general are often the children of divorce and dissolution Perel says a lot of her younger clients at the time have more romantic expectations than ever when it comes to love not only does your significant other have to be supportive but yet He or she has to become your best friend, intellectual, passionate, you name it, all of these things. Hey, I don't think that that's high expectations. I want that too. And I'm near 40. (laughs) Actually, I'm near 50. (laughs) But anyway, I think we all, we all want that, right? So she also stated that people are relying on one person for what they truly need and uh, they want in their lives. And if you don't do it for yourself, then you're going to find someone else, right? So if that person doesn't do all the things that you want, then essentially he or she will find someone else. She went on to say, that you expect your soulmate to also be the perfect life partner. She stated that there's a lot of people in this world you can love, but very few you can actually create life with. I do believe that. I do believe that you can um, love as, as many people as you can, but truly being able to create a life with that person is something that's totally different and it's much more um, special. So that I do agree with. She also stated that you might feel an earth-shattering connection with someone, but if you believe you should marry your soulmate, you leave out the fact that all people have flaws and that sometimes you have to compromise to make a relationship work. She stated that the bad boy artist might make you feel all fluttery inside every time that you see him but he is going to eventually want to move on and dedicate serious time elsewhere okay so the key to finding a person you can set a life with is sharing values i believe that sharing your values values and understanding uh, the morals that you both have this is how you begin to create that life partnership so i think she's great on that Um, The other area she stated is that you're stuck in nomad mode, dating aimlessly without any end game. And this is what she stated about that. Because we don't have to get married in our teens anymore. Most of us get to date around for a while, which that's true. Um, She also stated after dating around, no no madams, sorry, make settling down a feather in your cap that you can worry about after you get your life together. But the lessons you learn as a nomad don't often translate to life, right? 
And uh, because you haven't learned what it takes to make a relationship last, great information there. Um, She also stated, too, people that um, are experiencing FOMO tend to to obsess over their exes. So most people have a plan B, but the person in the back of your mind, often an ex whom you can text if your current relationship does not work, and this is something that she recommends that you do not do. The most beautiful plan B today is Facebook. So let's just say if you're obsessing over <laughs> your ex, she doesn't want you literally going back to them. If you begin to miss them and, and you not saying that you miss them, she says go to Facebook. You can look at pictures. <laughs> but your life needs to move on. Fear of having more options means that you know you you have to move past your past and then lastly she stated you need to work on yourself before finding the one and I'm going to read this in its entirety because when I read this article I truly believe that this is so true and it states Perel says many of her clients think that finding the right person will help cure their own personal issues and fix them But nobody but you can deal with your feelings of doubt or insecurity. The bottom line is, is that if you're looking to change another person, change yourself first. There is no ideal person who is fantastic that they're going to make you stop looking left and right. Perel also stated, if you're going to stop looking left and right, it's because you are choosing not to look left and right. And generally, it has to do with the fact that you're ready. How powerful is that? The fact that we are now into our our dating relationships and we're trying to figure out, as I stated, you're navigating, you're navigating through life and you know what it is that you desire. Um, it's so true. You have to begin to know you. I can, I can remember this. I'll tell you a short story. Um, right after my divorce, and it was probably maybe six months after my divorce, I decided that I wanted to, to date. But the first thing that I did, Source Nation, was I had to evaluate what it is that I truly desire. What is what will make me happy? What will make me happy within that relationship? And I had to begin with me. What makes me happy? What are some of the things I like to do? Because when you're dating, you want to make sure that whatever it is that excites you, you can begin to elaborate to that person. And it's in hopes that that person will like the same things. Remember what Esther said. Esther said in order to have that life partner relationship, you begin to speak about values and morals. She also stated that you begin to talk about the things that you like, you as an individual, because there's no way that you can bring anything to the table if you don't know yourself, right, Source Nation? So begin to to focus on that. So what am I saying? Okay, if you're not the type of person that doesn't like uh, dating and dealing with a lot of people, 
Take the time to know you. Take the time to, to go on trips and, you know, go out to eat, go to the movies. Do those things. I can tell you I'm, I'm single and I have some um, single girlfriends and my best girlfriend um, who's single is actually my sister. And she and I both love doing some amazing things. We love going on trips. Um, we travel within the states. We travel abroad. We love going to um, to the movies, out to dinner. You know, just having some real good girl time, and that's what I recommend, Source Nation. Before you get out there into the dating game, know self, know what it is that you want. So when you are ready, then you have no fear in speaking what truly makes you happy. All right, guys, thank you so much. You've been listening live right here on Conversations with Kathy B. For more information, you can go out to SRN Live Television, which is Kathy B. SRN Live Television, my main station page, Source Radio Network, and definitely over to the Source Radio Network Book Club. Tune in every single Monday at 7 p.m. for more exciting talk, amazing guests, and great information to continue building your relationships because you know communication is key thank you guys i'll see you back here in the studio next week be blessed good night